1: Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie
2: Brown, I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing, believing is seeing.
1: Hey everybody, we're back with another episode of Tis the Podcast, the podcast dedicated to keeping the Christmas spirit alive 365 days a year. I'm Julia. I'm Anthony.
2: I'm Tom.
1: Hey guys, how you doing? Hello.
0: Hello
2: you know, surviving, surviving,
0: I'm feeling much more excited now that I get uh, a friend of mine is coming to work with me.
1: (gasps) Who's that friend? Who's that
0: friend? Uh, I think you should sing yourself in with that, Julia. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're co-workers now, or we will be pretty excited. Pretty excited by the time this airs, my current employer will know that. So we are all good. (laughs) That'd be terrible. You didn't quit yet. No, I've been on vacation.
0: Oh, that's right. You were with water.
1: I was with water. We just got back from three days on Grand Lake in Oklahoma, which is like an hour away from where I live. And It was only an hour away, but it felt like we were just miles from anything. And it was wonderful and great. Caught some fish, went to a blue hole where it was like 70 degree water and just delightful because it's hotter than blazes in Oklahoma right now. Um, ate some food, spent time with family. It was great. It was a, it was a well needed rest from stuff. That's good. You been doing anything fun, Tom? um
0: so last saturday we had a harry potter day and ellie got to watch harry potter and the sorcerer's stone for the first time
2: that's exciting what did she think
0: uh Voldemort terrified her you know on the back of Quirrell's head Uh, but she got a hogwarts wooden trunk with with the and in it it came with a hedge wig a Gryffindor sword inspired wand, birdie bots, every flavor bean, chocolate frog, a keychain, a tie, a quill. I'm sure there's something else I'm missing in there. So, that's exciting.
1: That's so fun. What a cool way to do it.
0: Yeah, she got all the things. She, she's so excited.
2: So when are you going to? um... And she
0: learned that Harry Potter's birthday is july 31st so we're having we're apparently having a harry potter birthday party too she was shocked to learn that harry potter is older than me
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) what are you um have you started reading the books to her or she's too young for that time
0: no she read uh chamber of secrets we read we read it together alternating who was reading
1: Oh, that's awesome. I love that. How cool to experience that again for the first time, oh, kind of. Oh, it's you know, amazing
2: to see it through videos. her eyes. Yeah, that's yep. magical. It is magical.
1: Literally. You got anything fun coming up, Anthony?
2: I'm going to Vegas next week.
1: That should be fun, fun, fun.
2: Yeah, so that should be nice. This past week, I haven't done anything. Last weekend was my sister's bridal shower, this past weekend. So uh-huh. we had to go to an island and the guys had to set up, and unset up afterwards. <laughs> but uh, <sighs> it was nice. Um, what else happened this past week? I got a Kindle, which I'm loving um spent a great deal of time apparently pissing off a lot of people in the christmas discord but that's okay
1: uh i don't think it takes much time to do that for some people unfortunately
2: (laughs) we did get some sad news this week though right a christmas legend slash legend of the silver screen in general passed away mr james khan
1: yeah. Very it's funny. funny. He's Walter Hobbs in our house. I know he's that different things to different people, but
2: well, it's not Marty's funny. Marty's
1: reaction was Walter
2: Hobbs. He is, well, I mean, and he acknowledged that later in life, right? In an interview, he said, you know, he played The Godfathers and he was in The Godfather. He was in Misery, like all these films that are very popular and still popular to this day. But later in life, most people would come up to him on the street, especially families of kids and be like, oh, you're Buddy the Elf's dad. So he knew it. He embraced it. (laughs) He's a lot more noticeable as, right?
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I mean, yeah, no offense to him, but he doesn't look like he did in The Godfather anymore, right? He played Buddy the Elf's dad, like, much more recently. (laughs) And, And he has the benefit of being in a very immensely popular seasonal film. They show, like,
1: 50 times a year on TV. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he looks drastically good. he looked drastically different in his younger years. Yes. I never would have thought that was James Caan and some of the Rip stuff they were showing to gone. commemorate him. It's sad. He was a he was a great actor. He really was.
2: Alas. May he rest in peace. Christmas takes a hit. Buddy the elf. Poor Buddy the Elf. I can't imagine like now, like how Buddy the Elf the character would react to his dad dying. It's very sad.
1: Oh, that's terrible.
2: Yeah. Nope. me neither. We, in other movie news, we got our first uh, <laughs> full-length trailer for The Munsters today from Rob Zombie.
1: Oh, really? What does it look like? I haven't seen it. Does it give you the good feelings or the bad feelings?
2: Well, first of all, it's interesting because it's like, an origin story almost like it's when lily and herman met and fell in love like so the kids are like eddie and marilyn aren't in it just herman lily and grandpa but uh i mean it's very the color is very garish and it's very campy and corny so it it gives off the vibes of the tv show for sure Okay. okay but uh i almost wish they did it in black and white because, I mean, the color is very garish. It almost looks like a live-action Disney cartoon brought to life, but without the filter to make oh it gosh. look realistic. Yeah. Oh. you will have to send uh, us that. And she, uh, Dang it. I mean, the guy who plays Grandpa seems cool. But, I mean, his, his wife is playing Willie, and his wife is not the best actress, and the guy who plays herman is like uh he has a really weirdly high voice instead of the deep voice you would expect from herman munster but uh i don't know plus plus and this makes me nervous but at the same time not because i never find i don't find a lot of like comedic movie trailers are actually good or funny like they either put all sure. the funny parts in the trailer or it's so badly edited you don't think it's funny at all so this mm-hmm. trailer was like ugh comes out in September though I'll watch it yeah we all will I hope it's a <laughs> it'll be on Peacock it'll end up on our Halloween list I'm sure at some point <laughs> nice there you go <laughs> More exciting though is the Hallow- the Halloween ends trailer drops next week and I'm super excited for that.
1: Okay. when that's supposed to come out this year. Yep.
2: Are you guys Stephen King fans? I forget if we are Stephen King. I am um, reading what he's doing, but yeah. I'm reading Salem's Lot for the first time ever. I've never read oh, it. Oh yeah. And A, I love it. But B, I was reading it in preparation for the remake coming out, but it got pushed next yep. year. It was supposed to come out in September, but they pushed it till like <sighs> April. But.
1: Was that going to a streaming service? I can't remember.
2: No, theaters. Okay. I, had high ho- I have high hopes for it because it's produced by the same guys who produced it and James Wan, yep. who did like The Conjuring and all those movies. So I have high hopes for it. Okay. It's just... Uh, They've delayed it until April. like At least delay it a year or Uh so. It comes out next Halloween. Uh, I cannot grow old in Salem's Lot. That movie, the original, scared the crap out of me as a kid. That vampire in the original movie.
1: I never even saw the original one. It's creepy. Is it a movie or a miniseries?
2: They did a miniseries in the 80s, but they had a movie in the late 70s. Oh
1: it's a good book it's one of my favorites
2: i mean i'm very it's a long Sam's book luck. as a lot of his stuff yeah is, but uh yeah i'm about halfway through now and it's good i like the way he built his connected universe oh right I me too <laughs> i do too I, his son wrote the black phone as well which i did not realize initially
1: oh really it's his yeah. son peter straub
2: no joe hill so
0: not to be confused with jonah hill
2: two very different people (laughs) two very different people Uh, i also saw thor this past week yeah and how was that i loved thor i loved it it
0: is the best thing the mcu has put out in probably since iron man one
2: it was the biggest pile of steaming crap i've ever seen in a movie theater in the past like I don't know how many years. It was awful. Everything I loved about Ragnarok yeah. was like, this was not like Taika Waititi did this one. It's like somebody trying to imitate Taika Waititi did this one. Mm. Jokes don't land. Like Characters are phoning it in. It was awful.
1: That's such a bummer.
2: And I'll tell you this, that's it. That's it for me. You know what? Doctor Strange, I hated. Uh-huh. And Thor, I was excited for it, and very excited for because I love those trailers and it disappointed me. So no, I am not seeing. I am not just going to see Marvel movies in theaters just because they're Marvel movies anymore. I'm gonna wait for the reviews, wait for the trailers. I'm not doing opening day anymore. Wakanda Forever. No, Chadwick Boseman's not even in it. They don't have any A-list actor of that anymore. So, no. I'm done. I'm done. You know what? They had their 11-year run. Slow down. Quality over quantity. Yeah. Also, did you see all, the, all those reports come out about hey, how awful they treat special effects houses?
1: Oh. Too. It's
2: not Okay they have unrealistic expectations and apparently like people have quit the industry because of them. And like, yeah. So I'm, I'm done. I'm going to see it on a movie to movie basis now. Like I'll judge movie to movie whether I want to see it now rather than just assuming I want to, they don't just get to put something out and take your money. (laughs) No,
1: they don't. Oh man. Well, speaking of taking our money but not not really taking our money. I don't know. I don't know how to branch into this one. Tonight, for our Christmas content, we are talking about the 1981 TV short, A Chipmunk Christmas. Um starring our favorites, right? Alvin, Simon, Theodore, the Chipmunks. A quick plot synopsis. Uh no. Do, do, do. No, it's not alvin simon theater it's alvin oh, that's true. Simon <laughs> Theater. <laughs> that's true boy he gets a bad rap doesn't he um or does he uh plot line for tonight's tv special is swept up in a holiday mood alvin gives away his cherished harmonica to a sick little boy meanwhile dave has booked alvin to perform a harmonica solo at carnegie hall Alvin keeps the loss of his harmonica a secret from Dave, and with the help of Simon and Theodore, he scrambles to earn enough money to buy another harmonica just in time for his Carnegie Hall debut. Pretty simple. little plot a, synopsis.
2: Pretty simple. Well, great movie. Uh, <laughs> what okay, are we good right
1: talking? <laughs> Is it Christmas? <laughs> um, so let's do. Let's do histories before we get into cast and credit. I'm curious about your history with the Chipmunks because we haven't done that right. This is our first Chipmunks special slash movie this is slash our first anything chipmunks
2: special? Okay.
1: So yep. history with the Chipmunks in general, and then history with this particular TV short. Anthony, you go first.
2: Yeah, I so I grew up on the Chipmunks. I remember watching them all the time. Uh, I liked them as much as the Smurfs. Uh, I did not like them singing. And I know that was their thing, but their singing voices annoyed the heck out of me, <laughs> even back then. And I know that's their thing, right? But I like the chip- I loved the Chipmunks. I loved Alvin, Simon, Theodore. I loved the Chipettes. I do remember this special as a child. I haven't seen this one in years, but watching it tonight for the show, it was like a warm, fuzzy blanket because I brought back a lot of, you know, memories from childhood. I do, rem- I did remember it as soon as it started. Um, I do have more fond memories though of their Halloween. Hmm. specials like alvin simon uh, alvin and the chipmunks meet frankenstein alvin yep. and the chipmunks meet the wolfman i remember those more and um of course their big theatrical film which i know you'll probably get into julia with the chip and it's their big i forget what it's called um
1: chipmunks adventure
2: yep there you go um i remember that one that was a lot of fun hate 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 the live action films we talked about that with the smurfs stop trying to blend the live action people with the cgi bad cgi <laughs> characters um i'm also I, that got three movies somehow and i don't understand that that got three movies The smurf got two garfield got two scooby-doo got two i don't get it um that money yeah. honey i'm just not a big fan yeah, I guess it. I, I guess it's popular with kids. I don't know. You got a lot of great actors in those films too, except for the main guy who plays Dave, because I hate that guy so freaking much. Who is the he? guy from My Name Is Earl? Oh, okay. The guy from My Name Is Earl. Whatever his name is, yeah. uh, I hate him so much. A Jeremy Corbyn type hate. Oh. Um, so you've always have you always hated Jason Lee or is did he do something egregious to you? <laughs> I have never seen him in anything I liked. My name is Earl was the most obnoxious show on TV. I was so glad when that show and got canceled on a cliffhanger because I Cheered because there are a bunch of people who watched that show and kept it on TV for as long as it did when it des- when it deserved to be canceled after one episode. Oh my god! So they never got resolution. You
0: know, it's one of these things, Anthony. If you don't like it, just look away.
2: <laughs> I try. You don't
0: have to revel in someone else's misery. <sighs>
2: uh, I try. I try. You didn't
1: even like him in Dreamcatcher. He was pretty funny in Dreamcatcher.
2: No. Well, I don't like him.
1: Not a he Jason reminds me Lee. I like a
2: less, a less talented Seth MacFarlane. He's
1: a voice of Syndrome. Uh, he's a voice in Monster Uh-ho? House. He's, a, he's the voice of Syndrome from The Incredibles.
2: An incredible, incredible fan. Face. Monster House, I do love though.
1: Yeah, he's a voice in that, so, so you I like him like, whether
2: you want it okay. or not. Okay, so, so okay, so I like him when <laughs> I like him when he's not just playing Jason Lee. There you go. <laughs> That's probably fine. But the chipmunks love love the chipmunks. He, had, he so he did. All, I like it. Oh. Uh,
0: before you get into the chipmunks, I'm going to talk Jason Lee <laughs> and try to rehabilitate his image a little bit here. <laughs> Jason oh. Lee was part of, part of my teenage years. He did all the Jay and Silent Bob movies. He did Rats, Chasing Amy, what, uh, Dogma. Yep. Uh, he was in all of those, and also in another classic from our senior year of high school. He was in what was it called? Um, the Woman's in the Sunglasses with the, the city. Oh reflection. yeah, almost yeah, famous. yeah, almost famous. He was nom-
2: He was nominated for the things in that. Um, he,
0: he was, a he was an Oscar.
2: To... Not, are, you, are you telling me he was nominated for an Oscar? Not an Oscar. Um oh, okay Screen Actors, Screen Actors Guild. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Something else I forgot to mention, my Jason Lee Rant. He did the voice of Underdog in the crappy live-action slash CGI <laughs> underdog movie. Underdog, a cartoon I love. That they also ruined by trying to do live-action CGI hybrid. Anyway, I'm done. (laughs) I will say I'll take Jason Lee over Adam Sandler and the others, though. I've ranted about a few different actors, so. Oh, that's funny. What's your history with (laughs) the typical Tuesday night?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love them. I grew up watching them. They were uh, always part of they were a big part of my childhood. I, unlike you, did like their music. I had their record as a kid and probably played it on my grandparents' record player. Um, but I, did, I didn't I did even watch the Jason Lee ones, The from the, what was that, mid to late aughts. I didn't watch those because I don't like the mixing of people with crappy CGI. I'm gonna join Anthony and his rant. I don't like any of those. I don't like the Freddie Prince Jr., Matthew Lilliard, um, Scooby-Doo stuff. I don't like the new Smurfs. I don't like any of that. When they, when I put the the live action Scooby Doo next to the new Scooby Doo cartoon, there is no comparison. Some things are just better
2: for cartoon or get a real dog. I agree, and I think they're realizing this because they are doing Scooby Doo as cartoons now and smurfs as cartoons now and have a garfield cartoon movie in the works so i think they do realize that now tom yeah i think you're right but
0: um i lost total interest in the smurfs when that came about and uh i was this was a pleasant trip down memory lane i do remember um i do remember this just like when we did the um, the smurfs i do remember this and i have a big nostalgia factor for me
2: Before Julia goes, I do want to just point something out, Tom. You said that uh, you hate the CGI live-action hybrids, yet I believe you're the biggest proponent (laughs) of the Christmas Chronicles, where they have him next to these crappy CGI elves the entire movie.
0: Yeah, I didn't love, I said that when we watched it, though, I didn't love the elves either, but I do like that movie a lot. It had a story, it had a story, cast, acting, that all made up for it. That's fair
1: history with the chipmunks. I'm not a huge chipmunks fan. Uh, I like them as much as I like the Smurfs. And I think, like I said, with the Smurfs probably has a lot to do with my parents not wanting to listen to the chipmunks frequently. However, the chipmunk adventure movie from 1987 is one of my favorite animated movies of all time. I love that movie. So really, I guess I could say Aside from that movie, I'm not a Chipmunks fan. Although, I do like the Chipmunks Christmas songs. (laughs) Crazy enough, I will not listen to them on repeat, but it doesn't feel like Christmas unless I've listened to the song that debuted in this special specifically, which we'll get to. Christmas, don't be late. I like that song. And I don't like it as much when it's not the annoying voice, so I really can't explain it. There's no rhyme or reason um this special though i don't remember anything of nothing i'm convinced i probably that didn't watch special it special did
0: not debut here
1: oh the song didn't debut in Sorry, the special? song did
0: not debut with this movie no Oh. song debuted in 1958
2: oh wow so we're talking like almost 30 years uh 20 years prior 20 something
1: years prior interesting okay well then I have zero ties to this. I, I will say, <laughs> Done. I will say the only
2: chipmunk, the chipmunk song I like the most out of all the chipmunk songs is the Witch Doctor. I saw the Witch Doctor. You yeah. know they just sung the Witch Doctor in that voice. Yeah. I used to, I used to like that one.
0: <laughs> I like Beat It from the when they did the cartoon cover of Michael Jackson's Beat oh, that's It. That's funny. <laughs>
1: um. Okay. So it's similar to Smurf histories, honestly, right? Y'all liked it, grew up with it. We're allowed to watch it because that's my story. I'm sticking to it as my parents were like, no, not listening to that all day. (laughs) Um, so who knows how it would have been if they hadn't been like that. Um, so we've got some names that voice chipmunks in our voices in the chipmunks realm that are like the Smurfs, right? You had names that were tied together with Smurfs. I'm assuming looking through a few of the things that the chipmunks have done, and um, that these names are tied to chipmunks as well. So Alvin's is voiced.
2: Uh, two of the names we covered last week with the Smurfs as well. We
1: did. Okay, so Frank Welker is a holdout from last week. He voices Santa Claus in this particular special. Um, and then the other one, who is our other name from last week?
2: june foray june foray jokey smurf
1: and she's mrs waterford in this one who is is that the mom of the sick kid or is that the mysterious older lady at the end the mysterious lady who turns out to be santa claus mrs,
2: Turned, claus, that's to be mrs. claus
1: okay so that's funny
2: you just made a completely different movie
1: <laughs> i'm
2: modernizing it i'm making it woke tom
1: there you go so our repeat voices are santa and mrs claus um alvin is voiced in a lot of chipmunks things maybe all by um, ross bagdasarian um that's a good guess. There, well that's my best effort um theodore <laughs> is voiced fairly consistency by janice Carmen and poor Simon is not even first build. That's just mean. Simon was also Simon
2: and Dave are also voiced by Ross Bagdasarian. Oh, maybe it's because I didn't click on the thing like I should have. Is that it? Can I ask y'all which of the chipmunks is your favorite? Alvin. Alvin's your favorite. was Theodore.
1: Theodore had the glasses, right?
2: No, that's Simon. Oh, I
1: like Simon the best.
0: Simon had the glasses.
2: Oh, that's so funny that we all <laughs> like a different one.
1: Alvin <laughs> just got into too we much trouble and, and didn't one. listen like you was so supposed funny. to.
2: I know. Tom likes a troublemaker. I like the gluttonous one. And Julia likes a smart, well-rounded one.
1: <laughs> I like the lame smarty pants. <laughs> I know that always follow rules. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, Did you say that Ross voiced um, Dave also?
2: I did. My page
1: is taking forever to refresh. So in 20 minutes, I'll see that as well (laughs) on my screen. Okay. So I have a question before we walk through, or we could start here by walking through plot points, but we open up with uh, our sad kid story as we get in some of these I, Christmas
2: specials. It's trope. I have, yes. So I have a personal story to go with this sad kid story. Okay. So, okay. So my sister completely lied on her college entrance essay. She figured what? a heart a wrenching story would get her help her She, you know, like a a traumatic experience type thing. And I, we never found out about this till later on after she's accepted whatever. She wrote about how (laughs) when we were younger, I got into some kind of accident and ended up in like a temporary coma. Oh my god and she learned to love reading by reading to my to me at the hospital bedside so when i was watching this tonight and it literally started out that way with that boy sick in bed unconscious and his sister reading to him i texted my sister it "Was like alvin and the chipmunks christmas special must have subconsciously seeped into your mind when you were writing your college essay because you completely ripped it off <sighs> what did she
1: say did she That's say yes absolutely
2: she just laughed oh my gosh
1: <laughs> Whew. tell you what let they say a sob story it's a sob story so this kid um, mom appears to have two children mom is not swimming in buckets of money so she's in the needy category potentially right she's fallen on hard times we don't see a dad so we assume she's a single mom the little boy is sick in mm-hmm. bed and like not doing well because we open up on a doctor saying, What it's not looking good, ma'am, basically. And it's Christmas yep. season and his sweet little sister reads to him every single night um, to perk him up.
2: They leave it ambiguous what the kid has. They don't get into like, oh, he has cancer or pneumonia or anything. They just leave it very ambiguous. He's just very very sick.
1: right yeah they are not specific which is probably smart um in the background of the little boy sick in bed we do see a picture on the wall of alvin so at this point and i don't know if there's ever not this point in the chipmunks universe um alvin and the chipmunks are like a big deal okay so they've got like record deals and like they're a big old thing um does alvin and chipmunks have an origin story out there somewhere
2: Like, in terms of how Dave came to get them? Yeah. I think they did it in the movie. I don't remember them ever, like, talking about the origin of the cartoon. Okay. Uh, Tom, do you? I do not.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So, this kid is a fan of Alvin, so we're being set up from the beginning, right? Um, Alvin and the Chipmunks, at the same time this is going on, are, like, super jazzed about Christmas, right? Because Christmas is christmas means gifts and presents and it's a fun time um alvin however while in this selfish money hungry state overhears that this sick kid really loves him and would you know is sick and not doing so well and Um, mom cannot afford presents at all. Like she just cannot, even though the sister really wants to get her brother a harmonica, because wouldn't that make him feel so good? Alvin overhears this happens to have said harmonica, um, obviously, and inexplicably flies through the air. (sighs) Should you not get, but he does, he flies through the air. Um, he leaves a recording session where they're singing, christmas don't be late and gets to this kid's house gives him the harmonica and then flies back to the recording session so here's my question
0: which is awesome because anytime i ever have a an issue uh and i feel sick the thing i think oh you know the one thing i need right now is the golden harmonica
2: (laughs) you just really Um, want i do want i do want to say there is an origin in the cartoon Okay. So Dave found in the rain a box of abandoned chipmunks on his front step and took them in to take care of them. Okay. Okay. So simple as that. It is
1: simple. So Dave is kind of a jerk face in this to me. He's like slave driving these chipmunks to sing. Like riding the chipmunk gravy train. Does he always come across like that?
2: Yes.
0: No. Well, in the cartoons, yes. In the movie, no. In the movie, uh, they made David Cross's character a lot more like Dave in the cartoon. Oh
1: my gosh. As the villain. He's kind of terrible.
2: He is definitely one of those uh, child star parents in the cartoon. He
1: is.
0: He's a a dance mom.
2: Yeah, the showbiz parent. I
1: mean, did y'all, when you were watching the show as kids, did you like Dave or
2: not. No. No, I like the Chipmunks. I I, I mean while Teoder was my favorite, I was always happy when Alvin rebelled against him.
1: Okay. I think I always got the sense and again yeah, thought, didn't watch the show that you were supposed to be kind of endeared I, to the fact that it's like their dad, right? And dads can be like super lame, but like you still love them But he's but, like a lot. But did
2: anyone did anyone like John on Garfield? I like John. I didn't yes. like John. I like John. Okay. I like John a lot. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, just me.
1: <laughs> but I mean, Garfield's like super sarcastic and sassy. So I kind of feel like some of the dirt John gave him was like well-deserved. Alvin's just like a kid. He's just Did like John a rambunctious kid. Yeah, John would totally John do him. John definitely eye. gave him
0: dirt. Yeah, but John would still give in and give him the lasagna that he so desperately craving. Oh, yeah,
1: he was a total pushover.
0: John was a big pushover.
1: But he'd like... Oh, he'd, he'd begrudgingly do it.
0: But he'd get so excited about all the things. I don't know. I don't...
2: You don't compare it too.
0: I can't make a comparison between... No, I can't make a comparison
2: between John R. Buckle and Dave Seville.
1: Okay. Well, I don't care for Dave. I always
2: kind of lump them together.
1: Okay, Interesting. I just don't like that Dave is completely taking advantage of these three chipmunks.
2: I mean, taking advantage—they were abandoned on his doorstep, and he took them in and cared
1: for them, and made them stars, it's and now I... forces them to record at his <laughs> will and whim. He's a sage mom. Raising raising
0: raising kid chipmunks isn't cheap for a music producer. <laughs>
1: I <laughs> are like their diet must just be like the most simple thing to ever manage they're tiny for one right why don't we ever see them show, like shove stuff in their cheeks
0: i don't know I, we do theodore
2: Theodore was the one who always ate yeah so we always saw him shoving they always ate like i mean they ate like scooby-doo like giant sandwiches <laughs> and
1: <stuff> like that <laughs> Yeah, I always wanted to eat like Scooby
0: Doo. You would just see, you would just see Theodore's cheeks expanded.
1: Yep.
2: <laughs> oh, I love Theodore. He was always the cutest too, with those punchy chipmunk cheeks. He's so cute.
0: I did think his relationship when they had the female chipmunks. His relationship with the girl that he was with was by far the most adorable. It
1: was. Yes. Because she was so cute too. Oh my goodness, she was, she was just so cute.
0: She brought out all the best in him. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And I I'll say that too. To go back to my history real quick, I started liking the show a lot more when they brought in the Chipettes as kind of like foil slash adoptive sisters of the Chipmunk. Yeah. What were their names?
0: Brittany was that one? Yeah, Brittany, Janet, and Eleanor. Eleanor was Theodore's Eleanor. girlfriend. Eleanor. And yep. I'm really I'm I'm really upset that when I do a Google search, it pulls up the gross yep. pictures of them, not the cute ones from the '80s.
2: Yep, that's oh. the same thing that happened with me. That makes me very sad. Ew.
0: But like click on it and go look at the ones from the 80s. They were so
2: cute. They're so cute. They were.
1: Okay, so um, Alvin gets word that this, well, he doesn't get word yet. Um, he's at home and they're rehearsing for their next thing and Dave hustling as he do. So on the phone with somebody and ends up booking Carnegie Hall for... The chipmunks to sing at like that's a big dang deal and so we're super excited oh
2: yeah that's not something just on God christmas of. eve right yeah do you know how many musicians would kill to sing or perform at carnegie hall on christmas eve that's a big deal
1: yeah that's a big deal um also lucky alvin gets to do a solo with his golden harmonica which of course he no longer has because he's given it to the sick kid um so we then move into like which i don't know why he
0: didn't i don't know why he didn't anticipate the of course when you're going to play carnegie hall what else are they going to have you play besides a golden harmonica (laughs) am i
2: right yeah i i i like that alvin dude. the I mean, it's a plot, but I like that he gave the harmonica to the sick kid because oftentimes Alvin is a very selfish one in these cartoons, right? right? And the problems all stem from him and his selfishness. So That's right. I like that it was a selfless act that Alvin did this time around that kind of caused trouble for the Chipmunks.
1: Yes.
0: It also shows their their innocence and naivete because they um, Alvin's afraid Dave's going to be mad that he gave this away. Yes.
1: Yeah, because he doesn't just come clean and And say, oh, hey, by the way, the reason I don't have it is because I helped the sick kid. Isn't that super nice?
0: So instead, he doesn't tell Dave, tries to cover it up, tries to fix the problem himself. Dave ends up getting mad, which just further confirms Alvin's presupposition that he is going to be in trouble for what he did. It's a a self-fulfilling prophecy.
1: So then... Alvin starts to dream about how to make money and he's talking about money all the time needing to make money and this makes Dave irritated and basically like you're you've lost the true meaning of Christmas it's not about you know it's not about get getting it's about giving and so it well I mean but
0: in Dave's defense from what he sees including Alvin while he's asleep singing money money I need money or saying I need money in his sleep I get where Dave's coming from because we'd be pretty ticked at our kids if it were Christmas and that's all they were talking about.
1: Yeah, nothing against Dave Getting money to buy themselves a gift. For sure. Like zero against Dave in this moment.
2: Can we talk about some of Alvin's ideas to make money, to walk the dogs in the neighborhood, set up a photo booth, to have kids' pictures taken with Santa?
1: Yeah, the Santa pictures is pretty funny. Every reindeer was was presented as a different dog breed and some of them were just really funny to look at in this really great 80s animation again by the way revisiting that for like a second week in a row it's just so 80s and wonderful
2: i miss the 80s animation so much
1: um i liked
2: seeing alvin dressed as santa (laughs)
1: yeah that was was so
2: it was such a ridiculous costume (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) um so what we end up getting is kind of two things happen around the same time um dave overhears and finds out from the mom that one great news this kid is better she calls Yes, yeah, she calls that's right mm-hmm. and says my son is better and we think it has something to do with the fact that alvin gave him his golden harmonica so light bulb goes off over dave's head the same time we kind of have alvin trying to, again, figure out how can he replace the harmonica so that he can perform when he is supposed to. And he is standing on the street and this sweet lady sees him admiring this harmonica and she's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be awesome and nice. And she goes in and she buys him the harmonica and she brings a present out of the store and hands it to Alvin when he opens it. Eureka! The thing he has been needing money for has just been given to him by a woman that bears a striking resemblance to Mrs. Claus, which of course- You think so? (laughs) Which of course is who she actually is. Because when he turns around, you know, to say, this is the lady that gave it to me, she's gone. Dave's like, who's gone? And he goes, the person that gave this to me is gone.
2: I loved the scene where uh, Dave learns why- alvin's been acting weird like when tommy's mother calls him Mm -hmm. and lets him know the harmonica's working wonders for her son and she's so grateful to alvin for it Mm -hmm. well
0: just that just that level of contrition that that dave has such a genuine he genuinely feels sorry for the way he treated alvin in this moment
1: yep
2: yep
0: And the pride that he has in in his surrogate son or I
2: guess adoptive son in this situation. I don't know. Oh yeah. And you know what? He has a surprise for him at Carnegie hall.
1: Right. So tell us about the performance at Carnegie. It is the end. It's the end of our special. So you want to wrap it up for us, Anthony? Tell us what happened.
2: Yeah. Tommy's there and he's fully recovered and joins the chipmunks on stage. And it's a, I loved it. It was such a heartwarming little scene.
0: And didn't Alvin let Tommy play his harmonica? He did. That's disgusting.
1: <laughs> I like, of all the instruments to share, that one's a real bad one. It's because so much spit in uh, Anyone where you, it's just really, especially rough. since
2: it's chipmunk spit. <laughs> Well,
0: and we still don't know what was wrong with Tommy. Why was he sick? Is he, is he contagious? True. I mean, there going are a lot to, of
2: variables here that we, they didn't play, that Alvin didn't think through. I'm going to guess it was pneumonia. I thought it was herpes. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> and they end on what song? Is it We Wish You a Merry Christmas? Yeah,
2: and as the chipmunks are singing that, Santa Claus flies over the city and returns to the North Pole where he's greeted by his wife, who is none other than the woman who gave Alvin his harmonica.
1: I fully appreciate when Mrs. Claus gets some steak in the game. I loved that.
2: When it's not just Santa? Yeah, yeah. I too.
1: When it's not just Santa.
0: I loved know. her voice and her appearance. Yeah,
1: she was.
0: Wonderful. I, th- I don't know if it is. If it is this particular appearance of mrs of mrs claus in a cartoon but this is the way my brain has stored mrs claus like the voice the styling the arts the the, the drawing the style of, of art everything this is mrs claus for me oh
1: that's wonderful so we hear Christmas, Christmas, Don't Be Late. Is that even the name of it? Or Christmas, Don't Be Late?
2: Christmas, Don't Be Late.
1: Do you all like that song?
2: I mean, it's all right. It's not one of my favorites. <laughs> it's fun. It's one of the ones um, I definitely associate with Actually,
0: I wanted to confirm before I said anything. The song is titled the chipmunk song, parentheses, Christmas, Don't Be Late.
1: Okay. To be pedantic, please do. Do you like the song, Tom? And it's not. I love it. It's not
2: the first Christine time I've covered the song on the show either. No, hates it. it.
1: Does she hate it just she sung by the Glee. Chipmunks, or does she hate it sung by other modern artists? Because people read it.
0: She hates all the things Chipmunks sing. <laughs> I don't know about the other, but she cannot stand the Chipmunk voices.
1: Sure.
2: Listeners, this is where you're lucky because I didn't think of it till we started recording or right before that we should have done this whole uh, episode sucking in helium.
1: We <laughs> would have been dead by the end of the episode. Just a problem. All right. So, does this have a Linus moment and therefore considered a Christmas experience?
2: I feel like the whole special is a this moment.
1: It is, I agree. What do you think, Tom? Yay Life. or nay?
0: It's a. It is for everybody. We saw the big change in Alvin. We saw Dave come around. Um, yeah, and we see the power. The power of love at Christmas.
1: <laughs> yeah. So then. If we are to rank this,
0: did we cover all the songs in here? Do we want songs?
1: They also sang Silent Night. Okay. There is a sweet scene where they start singing Silent Night, and people chip in as well. Or just the three: Silent Night, We Wish You a Merry, and then Chipmunk Song. My missing one, probably.
0: They sang Jingle Bells and Deck the Halls as well. Oh. They changed Deck the Halls. It was something else where they were singing about themselves in it.
2: I mean, that's par for the course of the chipmunks, right? Singing about
1: themselves. They're kind of a big deal. So if you had to rank it. I'm going to give this an eight. I really liked it. I'm going to give it a six.
2: I am going to give it a nine. Ooh. Which gives us an average of 7.67. Anybody
0: want to guess what the IMDB rating for this show is? The special.
2: I already saw it. I'm going to say, what is it? Like a 10? No. 7.1. Oh. So there, this actually ties it on the list with Christmas Eve on Sesame Street at number 11 on our television specials list. So. Pretty high up there. 11 out of
1: 38. Hmm. It's a good show. It was. Speaking of good shows. (laughs) Tis the podcast. Yeah. But Anthony, if uh, people want to engage more on stuff they hear when they listen to an episode, where can they do that at?
2: Linktree.com slash Tis the podcast. Where they can find all of our social media feeds, Reddit, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Facebook group. And you can let us know what you think of this special or engage with us in some other way. You can answer questions like the one we posed last week. Which Smurfs would we be? Uh, Brian N said Julia would be Mama Smurf. Tom would be Trolley Smurf. And I would be Pumpkin Spice Latte Smurf. <laughs> and uh-huh. um, Matt Spalding, a.k.a. Santa Matt of North Pole Radio, said Tom is Trolley Smurf. Julia is, oh, no. So, Matt said, Tom is Trolley Smurf, Julia is Mama Smurf, and Anthony is Pervy Smurf. <laughs> don't know how I feel about that.
0: Uh, he's, don't know not, I- he's not wrong.
2: He's not wrong <laughs> on uh, any of those. <laughs> <laughs> and uh And no, and then Brian N. said, I am Pumpkin Spice Latte Smurf, Julia is Smurf Hater Smurf, and Tom is Sweet Beard Smurf.
1: Sweet Beard Smurf.
2: Also,
0: not wrong. Yeah, that's
1: accurate. The Smurf Hater, anyway.
0: And where else can
2: they find us besides our social media feed?
0: For tossing us a little Skrilla, you can find us on Patreon also linked from our link tree. And there you can get some great additional bonus content, some stickers, pins. We need to redesign some stickers for our fifth anniversary and a new mug coming
2: soon.
1: I'm excited, I'm about excited that new mug.
2: for all of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm also very oh, excited for next week. What are I'm we excited doing for the next, week? next two weeks
0: if I'm being honest.
2: Next week, our good friend Mike Westfall of the always amazing Advent Calendar House podcast is coming on to talk with us about the 1986 Muppet, Jim Henson produced Muppet-esque Christmas special, The Christmas Toy, which is, was one of my favorites as a kid, not to get into our histories now, but I can't wait to revisit it. I haven't seen it in years. And uh, the week after that, our good friend Ron Hogan, a film strip podcast, is coming on to discuss Silent Night Deadly Night, which is one of those B list classic horror Christmas movies that I'm surprised it took us this long to get to. So.
1: I think Hot Dog's been trying uh, to of get of, us there's to a lot cover. of stuff out there, y'all. Yeah,
2: yep, lots of good stuff. We're pretty much only good stuff for the most part until the end of the year. Now we are over that hump disagree i said pretty much we still have black christmas in there <laughs> <laughs>
0: you knew exactly what i was thinking <laughs>
2: <laughs> but to all of our relief this is the third and last black christmas we have to cover and then we can put the nail in that coffin until they remake it for a fourth time a third time
1: oh my gosh let's let us let us hope that doesn't happen <laughs>
0: next year we have terry pratchett's the hog father
1: <laughs> aside from school supplies being in stores which only means one thing christmas is coming i'm excited about the fact that we only have 4008 hours until christmas
2: that is 163 days y'all that is only twenty three weeks, and if you need that dose of serotonin, not only will you find Christmas stuff in stores, but Michaels and a bunch of the craft stores have their Halloween stuff out. Yay. So go check
1: it out. Michaels has the best Halloween stuff.
2: Yeah, they do. They have Hocus Pocus inflatables for the yard. Oh, the yard. I love it.
1: And they also have the hitchhiking ghosts. Yes, that's what I need. We need some haunted mansion up in here. I'm so excited. I just need the weather to cool off and cooperate with my excitement over fall coming y'all do your homework
2: bye y'all christmas please don't be late
0: all right you
2: chipmunks ready to sing your song
0: i'll say we are. yeah let's sing it now okay simon okay okay theodore okay okay
2: alvin alvin alvin, alvin!